0: GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello. Thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. The holy month of Ramadan, the Christian Easter weekend, and the Jewish feast of Pesach all converge at the same time. We bring you coverage of this special year for the Abrahamic faiths. Jimmy Alcantara and Ian Howes will be cycling from Pamplona to Gibraltar to raise funds for pancreatic and prostate cancer charities. They joined us in the studio. And we talked about the Gothenburg, the largest wooden sailing boat in the world. Dave Farrell came to Broadcasting House after arriving in choppy Gibraltar waters this morning. But first, why did the airport tunnel have to close last night? And what's the latest on the oil spill from the stricken bulk carrier, the OS-35? Questions for the GBC News Editor, Christine Vasquez. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Christine, crisis?
1: What crisis? Jonathan, crisis? Which crisis? Where do I start? Shall we go on the tunnel last night? And uh, it suffered a software failure at around half past 11. Um, This was in the safety system. So cars had to cross the runway into Gibraltar for around an hour. It was finally put right um, at 25 minutes past midnight. Although teething issues were expected... A week has not gone by and the the tunnel, the, the runway needed to be reopened last night. It may have been the most minor failure, but after 15 years and after the pomp and circumstance uh, a week ago, it is embarrassing for the government. So we know that there was a request to the MOD uh, for the Winston Churchill Avenue to open to facilitate the flow of traffic and that this was given by the aerodrome operator, the RAF station commander. The government says it believes it was the RGP who put in the request. So that's F- just
0: them saying it wasn't us?
1: Well, I find it quite hard that the government, 12 hours later, doesn't really know who gave, who actually asked for the um, the runway to open, and they wouldn't categorically know. But So we, we think it was the the, um, the RGP, and the MOD then gave uh the okay the go-aheads
0: okay um so, so 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 the long and the short of it is uh that the the runway had to the tunnel had to close for a while and the runway had to open to allow uh cars across even though it just less than a week ago it it was supposed to be the last time that a car was going to cross the runway
1: into Gibraltar and not out of Gibraltar, so vehicular traffic travelling towards the East Gate was unaffected, as was the pedestrian subway as well.
0: Okay, so Christine, Trivial is called, they'd like to know who now is the last person to cross the runway by car?
1: I think they're going to have to change the question to who now was the first person to cross the tunnel by car. The question keeps getting harder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay, and... Um, Oil pollution again um, reaching our shores from the os thirty five the stricken uh, bulk carrier uh, we knew that most of the oil had been removed um, but that not all of it was going to be possible uh, It wasn't possible to remove all of it because there would be residue that stuck to the the hull of the ship um, and unfortunately, we did know also that there was going to be some uh, very testing weather this week, and it's resulted in the ship breaking up more and and oil now or or yeah oil reaching Eastern Beach. uh, Well, actually, I'm not sure. Has has it reached Eastern Beach? We know it's reached Catlin Bay and and Sandy Bay, which are closer, Mm -hmm. uh, and and clean-up efforts are underway.
1: That's right. And um, I've I've just got all my little bits and bobs here. Um, On those clean-up um, efforts, seas are quite rough, so they are finding it quite difficult to be able to say exactly what damage has been done. We know that there aren't uh, great um volumes of of oil what we're talking about is what was left in the pipes that went to the engine room one drop of of oil on water looks alarming um we had the Nautilus project yesterday saying that it still it, it gets into the the feeding structure and that that's impossible to remove um i know that the esg is out there now Uh, They're saying the heavy smell, that's what we keep hearing, a very heavy smell of pollution and cleaning is underway. But of course, as we were saying, the weather isn't helping. We don't have anything new on the OS-35 other than what we reported last night because I understand that a meeting has taken place this morning with all... um, The government, I believe the governor is involved as well, and the essential services, and an update is expected shortly.
0: Okay, so um, the ship will have been a lot lighter than it was previously because a lot of the steel cargo um, has been removed in recent months.
1: Thankfully. Thankfully. Thankfully, because yeah. that would have been extra pollution.
0: Okay. But also, I suppose it means that the ship is more likely to be bashed around by the waves. It can move more easily because it's not weighed down so much. No?
1: That's quite clever of you. I hadn't thought of that. Uh,
0: well, to be honest, I'm just passing, I'm reading <laughs> out messages that have been um, passed to me. Uh, I can't take the credit. But, um, uh, okay, so an update we, throughout when, the, the When course we of the went afternoon.
1: last night, it did look like it had tipped and it was sort of resting on its side a lot more.
0: Okay. Um, and a reminder that uh, if you spot any wildlife that has been covered in oil, uh, there is a number that you can call uh, for assistance. It's 58009620. Uh, so, again, if you're uh, along the coastline uh, and you spot that there's a, a bird perhaps uh, that has been covered in oil, it's 58009620 that you need to call. The uh, coastal cleanup is progressing well. There have been no further reports of oil uh, escaping after the oil that um, reached the shores of Eastern Beach and, uh, sorry, of Catlin Bay and Sandy Bay yesterday on the east side. Uh, there's no further evidence uh, that um, uh, th- of oil and um, they think they're pretty sure that the oil is from the unrecoverable fuel from the pipeline so they removed everything they could but they knew that there was some oil still in the pipes of the os-35 and that couldn't be removed and unfortunately the bad weather has broken the ship up more and um the uh, reality is also that further escapes of oil can't be ruled out. The, the seas are quite rough still. And although the clean-up operation is progressing well, uh, there could be further escapes of oil. Of course, we'll make sure uh, that we keep you up to date Over the next few days, don't you worry that if anything happens, we will tell you about it on Radio Gibraltar and also on the GBC News social media. Heavy weather is expected to continue through until next week, Um, so it's not going to be possible to replace the boom, uh, and we will keep you up to date. The captain of the port will be on GBC News tonight with the very latest, so stay with us and we'll make sure that you know what you need to know on this and also on the tunnel story. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Tonight, a viewpoint um, which celebrates the convergence of religious feasts, a special year for the Abrahamic faiths, the holy month of Ramadan, the Christian Easter weekend and the Jewish feast of Pesach, all converge.
2: Tolerance means... You just have to swallow it, sort of, you know. Uh, it's more, I should, we should speak about we understand each other, we respect each other. You're right that the word tolerance means I'm putting up with, and mm-hmm. it has, a, in my humble opinion, a, a quite a negative connotation I'll, I'll, I'll put up with. I think Gibraltar is much, much better than that. I don't tolerate my neighbour. I love my neighbour. Um, that's what we should do.
1: A lot of respect. There's a lot of understanding. Just having the opportunity to sit here and explain of what Ramadan is, for example, is big.
2: There's another comment on the great earthquake that hit Lisbon, I think it was two, three hundred years ago, which challenged the faith of many Christians in Europe. And yet they said, all the same, God helps us through these difficult times. They don't mean that God doesn't exist. They're part of the world that God has given us, but God gives us the means with which to cope with them.
0: Okay. Um, he
1: he says in, in the contrary in, in terms of islam um, because we've got the quran uh, the quran lives uh, with every uh, generation uh, it, it tends to, to to help every generation so uh, no matter how how lost you are if you turn back to the book um, you would find your your
2: answer The way we understand it is that God works in ways that we will never understand, never understand. And through human suffering, somehow we just look past it and say there is something good in the broad spectrum of all of human history that needs to happen this way. I can't explain it, but in the depths of suffering, we've seen the most magical moments of humanity. What the rabbi referred to, we find it in a lot of Psalms also, that God's ways are not our ways. Now, that is no consolation when you're suffering, you know, and when you see so much suffering. But at the same time, my reflection is that it is only those who are looking at evil and they are not suffering themselves that start questioning God.
0: The Bishop uh, Carmel Zemit, among the speakers uh, tonight on Viewpoint, uh, we're telling you about a, a special episode that celebrates the convergence of religious feasts and... Also, the role of those religions in Gibraltar and how they coexist. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Now, a group will be cycling from Pamplona to Gibraltar next month to raise funds for both the pancreatic and prostate cancer charities. It's a massive uh, amount of kilometres for a good cause and it's my pleasure to welcome jimmy Alcântara and ian Howes to broadcasting house to tell us about it let's start with you jimmy what, what was the um you know what gave you the idea uh and the the motivation to to well, do this uh, Louis Valakino, who heads the pancreatic uh,
2: cancer gibraltar uh, is a friend of mine from school days and i always thought well we normally do uh, charity rides and we've done it over the years and I said
0: well one, one year we'll do it for you so I caught super. up with him last year and uh, and so that's where it all started Cycling from Pamplona to Gibraltar how many kilometres, how long is it going to take? Just over 1,100 1,100, super uh, uh, and that's uh, quite a number of days in the saddle, let's, uh, let's bring in Ian um, you're no stranger to endurance events but
2: um, h- how many days and how, how are you approaching this? Well we, we hope, hopefully we, we arrive um, on the Saturday, the following Saturday, the Saturday twentieth. Uh, because obviously, the objective of of all this is, apart from raising raising money, is the awareness w- which this this these charity events do to towards the the both charities, both pro- prostate and pancreatic cancer. Um, and- so, so, we heard uh,
0: Jimmy talking about why you're supporting uh, prostate cancer, no pancreatic, sorry, yeah. and, and and why why have you gone for prostate well, as well?
2: Well, prostate mainly because um, it's it's an issue which happens with many cyclists, and and and. And on this occasion, it's only male, male, dry, male riders. So we thought, well, let's include, let's include prosthetics on this occasion as well.
0: Yeah. So if somebody's listening to this, they're still in time to support you. There's five weeks left, more five or less, weeks, no? yep.
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah, we do have a Facebook page, the uh, Pamplona Cycling Charity Challenge. And there you will have all the details. I mean, um, there is a bank account, which, which um, basically um, people can donate directly to the bank account. Um, and, and, and that really, the money... Whichever amount of money is raised will be divided equally between both charities. Uh, you know, all the expenses incurred will be incurred by us. It's not. It's not incurred by any of the donations. All donation, every single penny, will be given to the charities, and they will. They will divide the money uh, equally between them.
0: Good man. Okay, so that's uh, on Facebook, Pamplona Cycling Challenge.
2: Yeah, Pamplona, Pamplona Cycle Charity Challenge. Cycle Charity Challenge. Excellent.
0: Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott If you've looked out your window on the west side of Gibraltar the largest ocean going wooden sailing ship in the world is visiting uh, the Gothenburg of Sweden is a unique replica of an 18th century merchant ship and it's currently on a tour around Europe and it's stopped here just about and it's my pleasure uh, to welcome into the studio uh, Dave Farrell, who is in charge of the rigging and uh, and making sure that the deck is well maintained. Thank you for joining us, Dave. I mean, what, what was it like coming into Gibraltar waters? Our reporter said it was quite choppy. Yeah, it was uh, it was all right. Um, so we're on our way back up to
3: Gothenburg now. Um, we were meant to head through the Suez Canal and continue to East Asia. Um, but uh, it was taken the decision to uh, go back to Gothenburg for this, uh, what is 400-year city uh, anniversary of the city ah, being founded? Ah, beautiful.
0: Um, so we're on our way back up there and also to do some planned maintenance. It's a ship that has been constructed. It's a replica, so it's not from um, the 18th century, but it's built in the same way as it would have been uh, a couple of hundred years ago.
3: Yeah, exactly, and that that was uh, the, the challenge and the... Um, what was interesting about the project in the beginning when they found the wreck at first, it was sort of a challenge, like, do we still have the knowledge
0: to put together something like this or has it been lost to time? The ship is open to to visit. Um, People in Gibraltar can pop by in the next few days. What can they expect to see?
3: Um, So we run open ship. Uh, We'll be running open ship for the next five days in uh, varying hours. And uh, what it is is um, not a guided tour, but there's a route that you follow around the ship, both above deck and below deck onto our gun deck. Um, And there's a lot of, uh, yeah, we have uh, different people who have been sailing with the ship in different places to to inform people, um, tell them a bit about our experiences sailing the ship, as well as the history of the ship and the function.
0: Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar, Monday to Friday from 1 to 2,
1: getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one.
0: GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand.